Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Since it's still about a week before Christmas, I think it's appropriate to do another Christmas film. This week's episode just so happens to be a somewhat recent release. I honestly am still on the fence of how I actually feel about it because there's parts of it that I liked and there's also parts that I didn't like so much. Seriously, this is one that I've been wrestling with as far as my thoughts because there is a lot of fun things in the movie. I just felt like it made you work for those fun moments. But anyway, we'll get into that in a minute. I think it's time we announce the movie. Starring David Harbour, John Lequizamo, Alex Hassel, Alexis Lauder, and Beverly D'Angelo. This is the 2022 Tommy Wercola directed Violent Night. David Harbour stars as Santa Claus, a Santa Claus that is pretty much at his wit's end as far as kids and their demands and that they don't seem to appreciate anything. On this particular Christmas Eve, it takes him a little bit of liquid courage to make his gift deliveries. All of this changes when Santa has to rescue a rich family from a group of mercenaries that have taken him hostage for some money that is conveniently located in a vault in the family's mansion. One of the big things that really drew me in in wanting to see this one is the fact that this kind of reminded me of the fake film from Scrooge called The Night the Reindeer Died. I really want to see that movie. It doesn't exist, of course, because it's a fake film. When I first saw the trailer for Violent Night, I was expecting it to be an all-out action film, which, at the tail end of the film, it does get heavy on the action, which is awesome. My biggest problem with this one is that it has a very uneven tone. I don't know if it's supposed to be a little bit more heavy on the drama, if it's supposed to be a comedy, if it's supposed to be an action film. It doesn't blend any of these elements all that well. A lot of the jokes for me honestly fell flat and the family when they try to incorporate the story elements in more dramatic parts, well I didn't really care who got killed or who lived. It didn't really matter to me. I honestly didn't care if Santa Claus saved the day. So I was trying to figure out my thoughts on this one because I couldn't really decide if I liked it or dislike it. I'm kind of in the middle to be honest and it's strange because I'm pretty easy on films and I don't like to really trash films even when they're bad. And that's mostly because with a film, even a low budget film, a lot of work goes into making that entertainment for us to either like or say it's one of the worst films that you've ever seen, which is what is a common thing that people say nowadays. The weird thing is, is that by that logic, there's a heck of a lot more bad than good, which I think there probably is. But my logic on a film is even when it's bad, it may have some redeeming qualities. And I think that might be where I'm falling more in line with this one. I know that it charted pretty well with critics as far as the Rotten Tomatoes score and it seems that people are enjoying this one but I almost feel like I watched a different film, mostly because the trailer was incredibly misleading. 
But then again, my own preconceived conceptions and ideas of what this one was going to be may have actually hindered my experience with it. And that's why I'm going to have to wind up watching it again. However, I'm in no rush to do so. Remember when I said that it made you work for any of the action in the film? For me, it felt like there wasn't too much going on within that first hour. A lot of that drama stuff, it just simply didn't work for me, and then even a lot of the humor didn't work. The opening scene is awesome. I really like the way David Harbour is just tired of it all. He has a somewhat bitter outlook, and it's an interesting take on Santa Claus. Plus, there's a little bit of a gross-out gag at the beginning of the movie, and again, this is something that doesn't quite gel with the rest of the film. Another funny moment for me was that we got a nice little homage to the Home Alone films in a very violent manner. It's exactly what I wanted from this film, but then again, it was too little too late. There's even a fun moment in the movie when you find out why Santa Claus has his bloodlust. But we're only shown a little bit of that. I think it would have been wise to maybe slow down a little bit and maybe stop the film for about five minutes. Just so that we could see a little bit more about this particular Santa Claus's past because I think it is actually pretty interesting. Honestly, everybody in the film is fine and they are pretty good in their roles. Of course, David Harbour is awesome. He's shown himself to be a somewhat good actor and he's very enjoyable on Stranger Things. And he was honestly even a pretty good Hellboy even though it wasn't a very good Hellboy film, which as you know, it's not a good movie. It just seems like he's not getting the best of roles or the best written films. I think there's a good possibility of another reason of why I was thinking this was going to be an all-out action film, and that's because it shares a lot of the same producers of John Wick, as well as the film Nobody. Of course, the film Nobody was a slower film than I anticipated, but I may have been in the right mindset as far as my expectations with that one. Getting back to the actual actors in this one, I don't think there was a single weak person as far as their performance. I just feel that maybe some of the stuff was a little underwritten, and I can tell you one character I could have done without, and that is the social media influencer that is a little bit too on the nose, and maybe it'll make some people laugh, but honestly, it just annoyed me. Violent Night is a film that I enjoyed a lot of things about it. However, there was just a lot of missteps, or they felt like missteps to me, that really did hinder my enjoyment. I really do wish that the movie would have maybe gone with the action comedy. However, I wish that it would have blended everything together a little bit better. I think maybe if they would have cut out some of the family stuff and maybe just focused a little bit more on the story as opposed to trying to make it dramatic and having a brother and sister wondering who's going to get the family fortune, it might have been a better result. As it stands, it's a movie that if you have an interest in it, I highly suggest you check it out. You may wind up enjoying it. For the most part, 
This is going to be a film that I'm going to revisit probably about a year or two from now and see if I have the exact same feelings on it. Of course, as we know, maybe if you're in a bad mood, which I don't think I was, it's just I had a different idea of how this movie was going to turn out than what I actually got. When we do get those moments of action, it's a wonderful movie and exactly what I wanted from this one. I just honestly felt like I was working a lot as a viewer to get to those moments. And while I feel like this movie wasn't necessarily for me and one that I will even enjoy when I do try to watch it again, I think it may wind up becoming a cult favorite just because of the oddball premise that I feel fell a little bit short, not only as a Christmas film, but as a comedy, an action film, and a drama. So this episode wound up being a little bit shorter than what I expected it to, but when I'm mixed on a film, it is somewhat more difficult to talk about because it may actually have some redeeming qualities, which this one does. So as I stated just a little bit ago, if you have an interest in this movie, definitely go and check it out. Go in with an open mind and not necessarily with preconceived thoughts of what it seemed to promise based on the trailer. So that means I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing and want to reach out to me, you can do so at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Tell two friends for that matter. Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice, as it will allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. But with that being said, remember to always be kind and good night.